0: Woke up in a lucid dream Now we're hunting for the shards We might be an
1: oddball team But at least we've got no
2: Welcome to World Walkers, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition podcast played by professional cartoonists. I'm Pedro, the GM and creator of World Walkers. Don't forget, me and the rest of the crew are going to Awesome Con in Washington, D.C., March 30th to April 1st. I'm super excited not just to meet the World Walkers in person for the first time, but to meet any of you guys that can make it out as well. Once I have info about what tables we'll be at, I'll let you know. Be sure to follow me over on Twitter at WorldWalkersPod to keep up on the info. I want to take a second to thank the members of Patreon who make this and every other episode possible. If you want to find out more about our Patreon, head on over to patreon.com slash worldwalkers. I think the last bit of housekeeping I should do before we get to the next episode is mention that, if you didn't know, Brian Russell of The Underfold and I are doing a live stream show now called World Talkers. We talk about the latest public episode and we answer questions live, so if you want to check us out, You can find us on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash p-e-d-r-o-g-a-l-i-c-i-a. Twitch.tv slash Pedro Galicia. I'm also going to be posting the episodes here the next day, so if you miss it, don't worry. You can just catch it up over on Patreon. Okay, so let's just get to this. I'm so excited to finally let you all discover the next chapter of World Walkers. I hope you enjoy episode 59. A whole new world. Alright, so uh Tompkins walks over to the door, and he kind of, he opens the door, only to reveal another door, and he kind of keeps flipping through doors, and like, when uh Patch did it, he didn't do anything physically, he was just like, watching the door shuffle, Um but Tompkins is like, opening door after door, looking for one that he wants, and he's like, okay, here we go, you guys ready? yes
3: born ready
2: and uh opens the door and starts walking
3: i'm gonna i'm gonna state this for the record so that like nobody says that i just change shit up for later games the cloak is going to become what looks like a simpler traveler's cloak the hue is going to be the sort of dark almost gray purple that matches the rest of her clothing so it looks like it's part of a set but it's it's plain but it's not tattered or broken you know it doesn't look luxurious or anything just looks like a traveler's cloak and it hangs to, like, roughly ankle level or whatever. It comes with a hood, by the way. I'm just going to say.
2: Yeah, so you begin your trek, and before you know it, you find yourself in the nice, cool, uh, kind of empty-feeling caves of the Field of the Forgotten. And uh, Tompkins sees the next tunnel he's supposed to go down, and he's hoping you all just ignore all the other stuff that's here on Cog calling you back. He's like, hmm, 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 hmm hmm <laughs> hm <laughs> he just keeps, keeps
4: walking Hoping you guys follow him God, I wish I could go follow my love But Tompkins' song is so enticing
0: <laughs> Oh, I wish I could make sure my son was
1: alive But Tompkins' song
4: calls to me
1: Oh, <laughs> I wish I could just exact revenge On the Brotherhood of Iron But that song is just irresistible God, I wish
3: Tompkins would just shut the fuck up It makes following him really hard <laughs>
2: <laughs> he ignores all of your requests
4: uh, <laughs> You do you Tom
2: Yeah Tomkins, Follow your heart
4: <laughs> I like Roborto's just encouraging Like Roborto is actually in it To win it like whatever that is <laughs> He's getting out the bagpipe <laughs> I feel this groove Tompkins Yeah
3: Oh Oh, uh, by the way, um, at some point Vasa would would sort of have discussed the Erdeby, and she would take out two crystals. Um, well, she would basically make sure everybody had two crystals, and Tompkins has one. And she would take a moment to sort of like impress upon them just how incredibly rare and expensive and amazing these crystals are. Like these, and she's like, these are think, last. These aren't rare. Shut up, Tompkins. These are last resort. I've crystals. seen these before.
2: He's kind of
3: staring <laughs> at it. Vasil kind of like reaches over without even looking and just puts her hand on Tompkins' face if, it, if it's close enough. She's like, this is the last resort. I know I bought a lot, but I do not know when we will ever have a chance to buy more at the price we did. These 50, as far as I'm concerned, should try to last us. She shoves him away.
2: We should, should
3: try to last us the entire trip 50 is not a lot and with the with the challenges that are facing us please use these with great restraint and then she makes sure everybody has to
2: I want to make it clear too that like it wasn't like you were holding Tompkins in place like he just kept talking when your hand was on his face
3: yeah I know like he I know. could have
2: backed away and talked and he was just like mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: everybody has two healing crystals, which leaves... Well, 30. and Tompkins has one. So 39. Tompkins has one. Yeah.
1: How much you go
3: for? Everything. You smash them down oh. on the person, and they are completely healed, which is why they're so powerful, but they're also fucking rare so don't be using it for cuts and bruises or I will cut and bruise you is what Vasa would have said
4: open it and just take it no I'm just kidding <laughs> I open it but like hey Vasa check it out like, uh, uh, <laughs> that's they all-
3: make my lips tingle <laughs> <laughs>
4: We're on, like, watch, and you wake up, and Roberto's like, just gotten into it, and there's crystal dust he's all over. He's just
2: rolling all over me, he's just like, <laughs> like, was awesome. it's like the glass cuts sticks. me, but then I'm healed. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Look, this doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt.
2: All right. So, um, <clears throat> you continue walking through the cave system. It's pretty quiet. Once you guys are on the path that you're supposed to be on, Tomkin stops his song, uh, much to the, uh, Celebration or dismay, depending on what you thought of it. But eventually, you emerge from the cave on a cool spring day. You look around to see yourself in the middle of a field of flowers, from daisies to sunflowers and everything in between. Over a series of rolling hills is a nearby city bustling about as if each person has a role in the city that they can be proud of. Does anyone recognize this place? Tompkins is looking around and he's like, I... I've been here before
3: no shit boss is looking <laughs> at this beautiful field of flowers and she has her hand on her weapon like she's ready for some shit to leap out of the flowers like
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, and um this especially sticks out I would assume to Ertleby this field of flowers is beautifully perfect. But by no means should these these flowers, they don't typically grow next to each other. You don't see daisies and sunflowers and tulips and roses all in this beautiful field. Like This is just like a picture-perfect field. But botanically, if that's the word, it's not necessarily how you find these things in the wild.
3: Vasa would just be like, well, we can't stay here forever. Begging. I mean, uh, Tompkins, let's go.
2: He takes like a half second and kind of... Not sure if he wants to go forward, but he does start um, moving forward. And uh, as you approach the city, you see that it is made of simple buildings with red roofs, open windows, and stone archways every so often where seasonal decorations are placed. The streets are well kept and the people are dressed in clean but simple peasants clothing. Everyone seems to have a song in their heart. They're happy to be here. They're kind of moving along, bustling along, making sure that they're getting where they need to in a prompt and timely manner. And uh, as you guys walk into the city, someone sees you and they say, Ho! And they they hold their hand up. That's when you notice there's no guards. And one of them kind of trots over. Um, this is a young man in his early 20s. He's uh, full of ambition and uh, hope. And he walks forward, and he nods at you, and he says, Adventures, I see. Welcome.
0: Hello, young man. Where are you from? Just a few towns over, I'm here to see family. Oh, who? Uh, do you know Corbin? No, they don't live here. Oh, no, you know everyone in this town, huh? Yeah. How many people live here?
2: Uh, about five hundred thirty six, no, five thirty seven wow. last week. Never mind. Oh, <gasps> oh
3: yeah. what is what is the primary? Congratulations. What's the primary industry of your great town?
2: He kind of looks around. He's like industry. Uh, well, we have some of the best baked goods you've ever uh, come across. I can assure you that. And um, industry. What do you mean? Do
3: you have good? You have good taverns. So you have a tavern. Where's your tavern?
2: Yeah, we have a tavern. The happy-go-lucky? Is, I mean, that's...
3: Vasa would clap him on the shoulders He's like, lead us there. Let's go.
2: Sure. And he says, everyone, adventurers. And people turn around. They're like, oh! and like they kind of throw their hands up or clap. And they're like, hey. And they kind of, as you walk through the streets, they're clapping on the back. And we're like, welcome. Welcome to Southworth. Thank you so much for coming by. This is great. They're super excited to see you guys. It's just a Texas very... this place is... It's like two steps from breaking out into song. They're so happy to see you.
3: This place totally has a cult. We might be sacrifices tonight. <laughs> I feel like we yeah, have like Toontown. This is the exactly dudes. the plot of Hot Fuzz. <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> For the greater good.
0: <laughs> She's right. Uh, kind young man, you said you've recently gone up to 537. Now, is that a child being born, or did somebody else come to town?
2: Uh, somebody else, an, an adoption, actually. So, not a, not a baby, but a child.
0: Oh, how did a child come to this place by themselves?
2: Well, they didn't. Someone went and got him and adopted him and brought him back.
0: Adopted from where?
2: Uh, Corsetto.
0: Oh, corsetto. Oh, I'm so sorry, adventuring troop. That's where Corbin must live. I'm a little I'm a little uh daffy these days. Um
2: give me a should... um deception check.
0: Doop, doop doop. Time to deceive. Time to deceive. <laughs> <laughs> I love to deceive all the time.
1: Wait, could could Tin, like, um, kind of, like, pat Ertleby on the shoulders, like, it's true, Grandma, and, like, maybe, like, Let's try adding to the, to the deception? Oh, uh, that
2: would not add to the deception, because she's trying to say that she knows what she's talking about, and you're going, oh, you're crazy. So, you can hold <laughs> off on that and see what happens. See if he believes. No, I'm no, like- no, I'm saying it's a good backup, like, Ertleby tries... And if she fails, then you can oh, okay. do that, and it's a very nice cover. Like you, it's like extra oh, layer okay. of protection, then. essentially. But if you do it too early, is- it'll be like it'll be even weirder.
1: Okay, Tins waiting in the wings. <laughs> be got a a thirteen.
2: Thirteen, and he says, "So where where are you from again?" And He doesn't like he believes you at all.
0: Wow, how hard is this guy
1: to impress?
2: Megan, that's your fucking
1: cue. Yep. <laughs> Tin, on over.
2: I don't know why I said the swear word in there. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to make it funnier Megan. and I went for the F word. What the fuck is your problem?
1: <laughs> Get the fuck over here. Um no, ten, an
2: ET and phoning it in.
1: Tin, um, yeah, she. Uh, claps Ertelby on the shoulders and is like, Grandma, it must have been like when they wrote you that letter, you must have just misread the city. Our bad.
2: And he kind of nods and smiles. Give me a a deception check.
1: Our bad. Okay. Our uh, (laughs) bad. Um... Seven but I'm lucky. Fifteen?
2: Do you wanna roll again or do you wanna hold? Mm. Don't worry if you if you fail.
4: (laughs) Brumblestone will come up and be like, oh, grandma and her wacky Forged robot companion. No,
1: really, do that. Because okay. that's hilarious. Okay, I'll What a badly 15.
4: programmed Forged you are. Damaged <laughs> in battle years ago. Oh,
1: wait, I, I forgot to do the whole wait, let me see. Deception is uh, So it's actually a 16.
2: Okay, do you want to hold that or do you want to roll again?
1: I'm going to hold it.
2: I rolled a 6, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
4: What good deception you have
2: <laughs> <laughs> So he nods and he says Huh No Um, people you know me asking I've never seen Um People like you two before Where are you from? And he points to the Forged Wait
1: Just like a, a junkyard <laughs> <laughs> vasa would have
3: swept in at this <laughs> point to sort of like hook her arm really come like really companion like around his it's like what are you doing you're in a tavern and you're wasting your time asking questions get us drinks what would you recommend here come on tell us tell us and just kind of like steer him over to the bartender
2: and yeah he does lead you to the happy-go-lucky the happy-go-lucky is a quaint little tavern um, it's longer than it is taller, obviously. it's only a one-floor tavern. Um, but it has that almost cottage feel, just like all the other buildings in this, uh, town. And you walk in, and people turn around, and the person that's walked you in so far, um, he says, everyone, I'd like to, I'd like you to help me welcome these heroes to our lands. Um, what are your names? And he points at any one of you. I'm Vera. The crowd is just staring at you guys. (laughs) I'm
1: I'm Ertel Boof. (laughs) I'm aluminum. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone
4: else? I look at uncomfortably at everyone else realizing that they're lying, and I look at Brummelstone. Brummelstone, yeah, would like, at that cute, we'd, he's been trying to, like, watch Tompkins, and kind of, like, eye people's lips to see if he can see any, like, whispering in the dark, you know? Um, just seeing if anyone's, like, Avengers here, let's murder them! Uh, <laughs> and, you know, like, and also trying to keep an eye on Tompkins to see if he's, like, if anything's coming back. He'd be like, oh yeah, I'm Brummelstone.
3: Uh,
4: yeah. From
2: old stone, shit. <laughs> there, everyone's kind of looking at borto. Um, uh, my name's Rob. <laughs> and then uh, Tompkins steps forward and he says, uh, shrugs and he says, "My name is Tompkins." Tompkins is neutral. And everyone's just kind of like weirded out because it's clear that you guys are just like, "Hello, friends. <laughs> <laughs> I am so- your friends."
3: So, if I want to take it, the awkward pause like, to look at it be like, yeah, yeah, like looking around, like <laughs> nodding <laughs> to everyone, like kind of trying to get the crowd
2: going. People are pretty laid back. They obviously know something's up, but they're struggling going, like, well, come on in.
3: Yeah. Right. Yep. And Vasa's like, why do
2: I bother? <laughs> <laughs> um, behind the bar are twin brothers. Um, pretty easy to tell. They're both wearing the same kind of like, uh, they're wearing like maroon tunics. With um, white clothing underneath, so like soft linen pants. Um, almost disturbing because it's the same clothes that Tompkins wears. I'm getting a real Tompkins vibe from this place. <laughs> <laughs> And they've got um, black curly hair, both of them, almost like in the same curly motions. Like, the curls kind of fall the same way, luckily. And they're both pretty thin, with big Adam's apples. And you walk up, and they kind of play off each other. So as I talk, imagine they shift back and forth between each other. They kind of finish each other's sentences. Mm-hmm. And uh, first one says, my name is, uh, He said, this is Steven over here. And the other guy says, and this is Luca. And welcome to the happy-go-lucky. What can we get you?
3: Some spiced ale.
2: Spiced ale. No one's like, very nice choice. And he kind of wanders off and goes and gets your drink.
3: While he's doing that, when I'm looking around the room, what is the age range of people in the room?
2: The age range of people in the room tends to be pretty young. But there's a couple couple classics, a couple vintage sitting around as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But right now it's, it's lunchtime. Mm -hmm. so this is more a uh, restaurant and less a tavern at this particular moment
3: okay so this is going to be a strange question but like when i look around the room does it look like they have a really diverse ethnic group in the sense like does it look like hey this is a village that's been isolated for a long time and it's all been like irish people Mm -hmm. or is it like oh man there's you know, Nigerians here and Indians <laughs> and Asians. You know, like what I'm talking about? Like, sure, it's a homogenous sure. group, or is right. it? Right, it's
2: a pretty homogenous group. There's not a lot of. Uh, okay. I mean, there might be some variances in complexion, but in terms mm-hmm. of like d race, in terms of mm-hmm. um, like halflings and dwarves and gnomes, it's all human. So, well, okay. um, they okay, collect ahead. everyone else's drink orders if you're ordering. If they have moon, moonshine, they do. Yes. Yeah.
0: Boof is not going to drink anything.
2: <laughs> Alright, and so um, I, are you all sitting at the uh, at the bar, or are you going to go grab a table? Table!
1: Table!
3: Yeah, table. <laughs> Good <laughs> right, idea, so, Luminen. Depending on where the table is. If it's towards Thanks, the Erdlbeuf. wall, that would be preferable. Sure. If it's right in the center of the room, Bassa might actually prefer the bar.
2: Yep, yep, no problem. Um, So you all sit down, and then the gentleman that walked in with you, um, it's kind of like nice uh, combed black hair. It's almost got that, that kind of like wet quality where it's not actually wet, it just has that great sheen. It always looks like he just came out of the right kind of shower. Um, He is wearing, like I said, simple peasant's clothes, but he has a gold chain that's coming out of his pocket; must be attached to something. And he sits down next to you. He sits down at the table with you guys, and he's like, "So, um, how long you staying? Now that you don't have family here, I guess."
3: Oh, do you have family here?
2: Oh yeah, my wife. Well, I I don't
3: know. uh, How long have you? How long have you lived here?
2: Oh man, Uh, I came here probably about. Well, my dad brought me here probably about 20 years ago. Yeah, it's been 20 years. Wow. Um, And he just starts to kind of rattle on about how they used to live in Corsetto as well. But it's a big, bustling city. A little too loud for their taste. They wanted something that was a little more homegrown. And so what better place to go than Southworth? Which is nice because it gets all kinds of visitors. Because it's kind of like a nice central... It's kind of like a central path. So people have to kind of walk through here to get to wherever else they're going. Um, so he gets to see a lot of great people, but doesn't have to contend with the craziness of a big city. I mean, well, yeah. after a-
0: Were you adopted too? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Keep talking.
2: We had a... I'm, I'm, I know what you're talking about. We had a problem. We had a... Uh, Luckily we had some adventurers come through And help us with the situation But we had uh, I don't know the name of the creature But there was This Creature of legend That came in And it was kidnapping children And The adventuring group that came in Kind of helped find a place For everyone to live But One of the kids Didn't get picked up And so The adventuring group Brought him back here Um, Well they They arranged for someone to help Come with them Escort the kid back and, And The kid got adopted
3: Oh, really oh
2: nice another story. group of adventurers. What oh, do yes. they look like? Oh, <sighs> Let me think. And he kind of punish for a second, and he's like, uh, he starts rattling off like what they look like. Um, honestly, it's a real adventuring group in one of my other my other games,
1: <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> so I don't remember exactly what they look like. But he describes one of them was like a fearsome barbarian. Uh, another one. Was and he kind of just rattles off. Like I said, he he describes a pretty robust sounding adventuring group. Um, but outside of the game, yeah, it's one of my older groups. So yeah, no problem. Just, yeah. just,
3: just I don't remember which players had survived
2: activities. with which character at that point. Well, <laughs> they had suffered some deaths. So,
0: Erdl- he has been suspecting this town of being like just. Full of murder and like kidnapping children this whole time, but she starts to relax because she she like begins to piece together more of the story of the adopted child.
2: So I love hearing stories, and I'm curious again if you don't mind me asking, I hope it's not rude where you come from, what's the story with you two? And he looks at Roberto and uh, Tin.
4: Oh, I mean, have you haven't have you guys ever been to? is Fallis. What is
2: the name of the city? The big cog city. With where Follis. we were just at? Fallis. Okay. Yeah. Have you guys ever been to Fallis? Because there's lots of us over there. And Tomkin's kinda He's he has like no subtlety. He's just like and just hits you on the side like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: and then Vasa would have cut and she's like they're a long story we were adventuring and i don't know i don't know much about magic but they triggered something and they used to be human just like me but then they turned into those things on that trip
2: oh Where yeah. did this happen?
3: oh it happened a while ago we're actually kind of adventuring trying to figure out how to get them back to their human states
1: yep
2: that's crazy are you are you heading down to hulkins then
3: why have you heard rumors of some stirrings there
2: well, I'd imagine you want to speak to Kellett. Okay. Where's Kellett? Who's Kellet? He's in Holkins. Oh. What does he do? South of here. You guys... We are new to the area. I apologize.
0: We've heard that a an item of incredible brightness is the only thing that can return them back to humans. You haven't heard of something like this, have you?
2: No. Sorry. I mean... So you're tracking down a magical item. My you aunt, got us. My
1: family.
2: <laughs> thought so. We are adventurers. <laughs> huh. Well. Oh, I get what you're doing. I get what you're doing. I, I've I've gone through this before. You guys are talking with me in hopes of finding a, a lead to your next part of your adventure.
3: No, mm. we're just buying drinks. But if you want to talk, feel no. free. There we mind. like you for you not he seems really disappointed
0: tell us where the shard is or because <laughs> and then Vasa, Vasa kind of takes note of his silhouette. disappointment
3: and says unless you want to be that point in our adventure that pivot point
2: why would I not want to be part of your story and then someone else hears that and says wait are they on a quest and like someone else, kind of pulls their chair up. And is like this kind of like portly gentleman. Um, he's been around for uh, too, uh, maybe a little too long. <laughs> he kind of comes over there and creaks his way over there and sits down. He's like, "Are these are these young individuals and this lovely lady uh, on a on a quest?" And he's like, "They are like." They're they're being real coy You know how adventures do Like where they come in And they think that like They can't tell anybody What's going on So they gotta play it real cool They're probably not even Using their real names And like How like It's it's obviously like A really big deal to them And like They're trying to figure out Where to go next And like This is like my favorite part Because We get to have these really cool interesting conversations and and he's like i've been a part of some of those myself i've sent a couple adventures on their way once or twice uh i'll tell you a story actually there was an adventure group that came uh through here probably 15 odd years ago they were on the hunt for some sort of some sort of dream castle or some sort of oh i don't know exactly what it was but it was uh honestly I had no good information for them but I really wanted to be a part of the story and I trusted them to figure out where to go after that so I told them about these marshes that had kind of started to devour the hopes and dreams of people and they seemed very interested in that and uh, none of it was real I don't know what ever happened to them but I like to think I like to think I'm a part of their journey Some, some <laughs> and uh, he's like that's so cool like
3: it's a the village
4: of NPCs <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's literally the NPC training ground Each one uh, will be dispersed
2: <laughs> To the proper town when needed. It's like that group that came here a while ago With Calliope They came in and I was the one That like talked with them and stuff And kind of helped them figure out what that I mean I still don't know what the creature was And he's like that, that, you know what Let's get back to them And he just kind of pats him on the shoulder and he's like So what brings you into town?
3: And then Vasa kind of says, like, well, I'm looking for someone to tell me more about this Kellet.
2: Oh, Kellet. Kellet. And he nods and he says, Kellet is a wise old sage that lives in the uh, the village of Holkins to the south of us. Are you thinking of taking a visit?
3: Is he merely is he merely wise, or does he dabble in the arcane?
2: Oh, he knows a bit about a bit, from what I understand. He's... He's more than a knowledgeable person, if that's what you're asking. He, he has a way about him. He has a way. That's certainly true.
3: Vasa would kind of like kind of nod very indulge- indulgently at this man, but then shift over back to the younger man and he says, would, do you think anyone in this room, even you, could tell me about a magical item of incredible brilliance? A gem that just glows brighter than any other.
2: And he thinks for a second, and then it kind of hits him all of a sudden. He's like, You know, man, may have heard of something like
3: Well, that would definitely be a pivot point for our adventure. If you said that. And he, he, he can't
2: hide the shiver as he gets kind of excited, and the, the, the old man kind of pats him on the shoulder, like, Pace yourself, pace yourself. <laughs> Uh-huh. did
0: confess to having completely made something yeah. up, though. Right? Yeah,
2: that yeah. that might have come up before. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a little bit. <laughs> you have to forgive me if I'm a little bit skeptical. Well, yeah, of the, that, this. well this is
3: a younger man talking. This is mm. not the old man talking. This is yeah, younger man. Yeah, There's yeah. only five hundred people in this town.
4: Exactly. <laughs> That's where Brummelstone <laughs> might be. This <laughs> well,
3: Brummelstone would like
4: look this... up and be like, "This better be the truth." Yeah. At least for your own sake, if. You wish your story to continue. And he would go back to kind of grumpily drinking his moonshine and looking around. He's
2: so he just kind of looks at the young like, man like, jeez.
3: Bromaston <laughs> took you the wrong time to threaten. And then she, and then he kind of like <laughs> turns back to the man, like to the young man, very like smiling. He's like, go on. You have our ears.
2: <laughs> He's like, I, I don't like where this is going. Let me... Let me give you two different ways you can go, and you guys pick from there, because I don't want to be wrong now. (laughs) And he kind of just like nervously laughs, and he's like, "Um, if you're looking for rumors and interesting uh, possibilities, I would head up to Corsetto, and ask for someone named Calliope. If you're looking for a little bit more on the lore side and information, I'd recommend you head south down to Hulkins and try to speak to Kellett, the sage. Who is Calliope? Calliope? Uh, Calliope's a pretty famous bard around these parts. She knows a lot. That's really interesting. What do you think, guys? Well, And he says, if you'll excuse me, Uh, if you need any kind of equipment or weapons, let me know. My name is Milo and I run Milo's Masterworks. And he gives Ooh. you a card. Thank you. Oh,
3: speaking on the terms of weapons and art, Milo, have there been stirrings of a, of, a, of disappearances or strange, unexplained deaths in the area lately? Any of that kind of gossip in the air?
2: There was, but I mean, the other adventuring took care of it a little while ago.
3: All right. All right. Milo, huh? Well, mm-hmm. guess you're a part of our story hey- now.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: Tin takes the card <clears throat> yeah. and rips it in half oh. <laughs> and then when nothing happens she's like, uh, do you have another one? <laughs> Why is trying so hard to hold the schmooze together?
3: Yeah.
2: He just kind of, he's like him and the old man get up and they're like get what you need and head on out I, 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 I doubt there's anything in this town here for you and they look around at everybody else who has been watching the whole time and they're just like
0: you committed the one thing oh.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the one thing they wouldn't like be like golly gee
3: <laughs> we should sure yeah, do an we...
4: adventure guys it's a sign of respect in our country and so on my look the, up
3: my God, kind of, of like very apologetically <laughs> his like the magic smell the magic spell it kind of and <laughs> just kinda like look very apologetic.
2: <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Milo. There's somebody else who like looks so offended by the fact he ripped up Milo's car, like, not even sure what she's supposed to be and they're like, hmm I know, right? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, I would be lip reading to see if I could see. What people oh,
2: that's were. right. Yeah, I forgot. Brevels don't get lip read. Um, that was part of
4: the reason he's like not all there in the conversation. He yeah, just heard yeah, yeah, The guy say, "Yeah, so gonna, I
2: lied to adventurers that they killed them." <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, what people have been saying, if you're watching lips, is basically like evaluating how Milo's playing it. Like, oh, he's doing good. It's good, good. He's only had a few of these opportunities, and he got a big head from the last set of adventures that came in. And I think he waits by the gate sometimes. I mean, I wouldn't be the one to tell you, but, like, he seems really <laughs> eager. I think he, and then they're kind of talking back and forth, but then after Tin rips the card, they're just, a lot of them are like, huh. well, who do they think they are? I mean, Hi. they don't there. even know what Corsetto yeah. is, or Southworth. How do you not know Southworth? It's 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 the center. It's the center of all of Relanus. I mean, my God.
4: He Mike. would, so Brummelstone would, like, noting that, like, that there was an offense, he'd be like, Milo. Was it Milo? Milo's <laughs> already left. He's already He's left. He's already left. Yeah.
2: Aww. You haven't seen the waiters or waitresses yet, either. Brummelstone might quietly go after Milo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Brummelstone shuffles off. What are the rest of you guys doing? Um, I guess we got to decide if we're going to go see Calli- Calliope or Kellett. Mm-hmm. And I vote for Calliope.
3: it votes for Kellett. Well, it's basically either a small town. Wait, uh, if, is the old man still nearby?
2: Yep, he didn't leave. He's finishing his yeah. ribs.
3: Yeah, and then uh, and Vasa would just kind of like sit next to him and be like, By the way, old man, yeah. which is closer, uh, Corsetto or uh, Hoken's?
2: uh holkins is is definitely closer that's about two days journey away corsetto of course is probably about seven days journey on foot because of the yeah. winding paths
3: any dangers on those winding paths? Any, any bears or beasts that we might have to be wary of? Any, kind any of big rivers we have He pulls have himself to back
2: and he says, "Let me. Uh, I've actually got something really important for you, but let's let's stop beating around the bush. You tell me where you're from, because I'm really interested, and I'll tell you a little bit about staying safe here."
3: And then Vasa and he kind of leans in leaned- closer
2: so that if you don't want anyone else to know, they're not going to find out because you can kind of whisper it.
3: And then Vasa will lean forward and she's like. Well, old man, I have a deal for you, then. My group and I are on a very specific quest, and we cannot share much information because we are also being pursued. I will tell you one fact about where we are, and you must be satisfied with that.
2: I'll take the chance.
3: We are from another world. We traveled through the world's paths, and we are here now.
2: You know of the rounds? Those are just legends, I thought.
3: And as far as we're concerned, old man, they'll stay legends.
2: You kind of nod. And he says, well, if that's true, then it makes sense why you wouldn't know. In Rolanus, you have to stay on the path. Stay on the path, and nothing ever happens to you. Wander off the path. That's where trouble finds you.
3: And then Vasa says, well, Vasa actually would kind of look to Tompkins and sort of like, this is the world of Rolanus?
2: He's like, no. Okay. okay. All right. It looks like by now he's kind of come to terms with where he's at. And he's like, yep, this is Rolanus.
3: Is there any place we can commission a horses or carriage or faster travel than foot?
2: Mm, well, thinks about it for a second. Here in Southworth, no, those those things go pretty fast, unfortunately. I mean there's definitely a stable if that's what you're asking, but I don't think that the stable has anything of a uh, that you would need right now. Probably just a couple of mules. Do you guys have it's a all right. menagerie that came to no. town anytime soon? And he looks up, what are you doing here? <laughs> Because oh. it was like just Vasa and him. Oh, <laughs> and you're
1: sorry. Do like, oh. a menagerie in the barrel. <laughs> I was
4: totally, totally eavesdropping, and I just inserted myself in the conversation, kind of rudely, because I'm uh. aware
2: <laughs>
1: You're like all scarred up.
4: He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, Johnny I'm Five, but he
2: short-circuited too, Johnny Five. Yeah. <laughs>
4: He has little spikes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to regret this phase in pictures later.
2: <laughs> what are you asking now?
4: Uh, I was asking if the manager you passed by. But I guess it hasn't. Never mind. You don't know what that is. That's cool. That's okay. It's, it's no, no problem. I, I thought we were on... Another world, and I totally got confused, so just don't listen to me. It's totally fine, sir. Thank you. Great, by the way.
2: <laughs> Back away slowly, because he's just looking at me weird.
4: <laughs> yeah, he's
2: just like, hmm
3: What happens off the path, old man?
2: Things have a way of happening, I guess is the easiest way to say it. You wander off the path, and who knows what you'll find.
3: And knights? Are knights safer out on the road?
2: Oh, definitely, as long as you're on the path. I mean, you have... How do I put this? The creatures of legend, the monsters that you hear about in tales, they all live offside, uh, off the path. People, you got to worry about them all the time.
3: Fair enough. Where's Bramblestone?
2: So, <laughs> good call. <laughs> All right. So um, you've you've kind of chased after uh, Milo. You find him walking over to a quaint little shop with a large sword and a large shield that um, make up a uh, realistic emblem. Because like instead of like having like a, a wooden plank, like a wooden board with oh, yeah. like the etchings, it's actually a sword and shield that hang uh, off a pole in front of his building. He turns around and he says he turns around and he says, Hey, how's what what do you what you, what's up? Master
4: Milo, I apologize if we were offensive or abrasive earlier. It's been a long road filled with treachery. And I do not fare it well sometimes.
2: So I guess what do you what do you want?
4: I feel I dissuaded you from giving us truthful information for fear. Of being misled.
2: What are you asking then?
4: I know my the actions of my teammate, uh, the ripping of your card was found offensive. and I'd first like to apologize for that.
2: Yeah, those um, cards are expensive. I mean, we can't I just understand. create business cards. It's a big deal. Um, He would, Rommelstone would reach into his pouch and give him a
4: gold. And he was like, I would like to give you this. As a token to say, first off, sorry for being rude, and maybe for future business.
2: Where is this from? From far away. Puts in his pouch. So, what do you want to know? You were talking earlier
4: of the shard. Said you've seen as though the bright, brilliant object. I'm sorry. We've been hunting these across many areas, uh, hoping to piece them together to bring. A greater peace Um, anything you can tell us about where to go
2: well um there's been a lot of activity down in Holkins because they're bustling back and forth about something that happened down there some kind of discovery i don't know it's been very very busy down there i don't go down there i don't really fit in but that would probably be the place to go if you're looking for something Is this where the sage lives? Yes, Kellet.
4: Kellet. Is there anything we need to know to get near Kellet to find out perhaps more? What do you mean? Oh, you know, I find people of the arcane sometimes live off the beaten track. Maybe uh, a few of our dealings meant you had to have uh, business cards that you ripped up to find them.
2: (laughs) Uh, No, that's still weird to me. No... Kellett's a kind old turtle. He um he's the village elder, so he's always willing to talk to anyone that comes in. He's overall just a really good he's a really good old old fellow.
4: You said a turtle. Yeah, a turtle. Uh forgive me, I know not what that is. You know what a turtle is?
1: <laughs>
4: it has been a very long road, and I'm very far from home.
2: Um uh, How do I explain a turtle? Um, well, do you know what a turtle is? This I am familiar with. Okay. Imagine if the turtle was shaped like you.
4: Hmm. Fascinating. We have not these in my realm.
2: I mean, so you're going to. If you (laughs) think that's fascinating, you're going to love Hulkins. That's.
4: I'm already fascinated. Tell me more. What can I expect? I feel. My jaw may be a gap onto the floor if I come in unprepared.
2: Well, I mean, Holkins is this wonderful, magical village full of all sorts of, I don't want to list all the names off, I guess, because you don't know any of them. Someone will help, but, um, don't describe them like this, but I mean, animals shaped like people.
4: This is where like Brummelstone, if we're at like his counter, he would maybe pull out his moonshine. Be like, this is a special drink from my land. I'd love to hear more. And would
2: <laughs> proceed to essentially shoot the shit with him. Um, he's like, just much- if here's the biggest thing I can help you, okay? If you're going to go in there, first thing you guys want to do is present yourself to Constable Paddington because he runs a pretty tight uh, town. And uh, if you don't check in with him, oh my God. it's just going to be. A bad situation. He keeps he keeps tabs on anyone that comes in and out.
4: Uh, can I ask you if Constable Paddington is perhaps a large bear esque creature? And he would describe he would describe the the bear. He's,
2: oh, so you know who he is? So you're not okay. We've we've encountered him before. Oh well, there you go.
4: Then you guys have an end. And uh, I mean, it feels like a dream that we've seen him in. So. <laughs>
2: that's getting weirder, but all right. I'm sorry. Don't tell him you dream about him. That, that's it, kind of a gruff character.
4: That's not a thing here. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for the intel.
2: Sure, sure.
4: <laughs> I'm sorry if we were rude to you or uh, insulting in any way, but rest assured you've been a very big and important part of our tale and our
2: journey. Nah, he just kind of shrugs. He's like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he seems a little happy now. and uh, He uh, wanders off. So, you head back?
4: Well, when everyone's maybe alone. When Rumpel's alone for a brief moment. He would smell the moonshine. Uh, it's his, like, in his world, it was his favorite drink that his friend made, like, way back in the day. And so he wants to know, like you know, uh, you know. Uh, I need a good dwarven name here. You know, Dur- Durl, Durl's <laughs> L smells like a certain way.
2: I mean, yeah, it doesn't smell quite like that, but um, yeah, it smells like you could have quite an adventure on this stuff.
4: You would take a sip, but to of be disappointed fair, sleep.
2: everyone's <laughs> alcohol smells like that here.
4: Yeah. <laughs> he would you would take a sip and be you know maybe a little disappointed.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, of each it. of you might feel like secretly inspired by that. Like yeah, that drink, like I'm on a real adventure. Like it just kind of fills you with the right kind of a uh, texture for an adventure.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Unless you tell each other about it, you think that you're having a special moment. So yeah, he would go back to the group. All right. So do you guys band together and talk, or
4: yeah, right. we got to so... decide where we want to go next.
2: Yep. You know, yeah, you sit back down and uh Roborto says that. The in the tavern's kind of left you guys alone now. So you've got some space and some some privacy as well.
3: Assuming that um we've all sort of like poured our information out on the table, Vasa would sort of say, like, I think sounds like we should be going to Holkin's for Kellett.
4: That it does. Although I really I would have liked to see the, the bar just
3: we can hit that later, Roberto. It's just two days to Hulkins, but it's seven days to to um, Corsetto. It'll be easier to make a trip back from Hulkins than.
4: It's true. Okay. Well, I'm then I'm good for Kelly. Or Hulkins Just go see Kelly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Hulkins all the way.
4: Constable Paddington, here we come. <laughs>
3: a village full of animal people. Now I'm have now I've seen everything. <laughs>
4: I'm going to love this village. It's going to be awesome. And so
3: you can't touch anyone. Don't pet anybody. <laughs> I mean, Roberto.
4: That's a promise I cannot keep.
3: Roberto, you cannot pick anyone up. You cannot pet anybody. You cannot touch anybody there. And is, and Vasa's like, and Roberto, you absolutely must not pick up any of the little ones. You can't keep them. They're not pets. They're people's children.
4: It seems like maybe we should just start heading down there.
3: Yeah, let's go. We yeah. build
4: the hut on the road tonight.
3: Basa uh, would have reminded everyone of the old man's warning that you should stay on the road.
2: Yep. Should, should we go? Uh,
3: yes, Roberto. Okay.
2: So, yeah, you guys pack up, some stock up if you need to, and you make your way just about half a day's journey away before you come to a beautiful, lush, thick forest. Off the path,
1: stay in the path.
3: No, that's
2: that's south. Like, uh, what
3: what, you mean it's off the path now? Yes, Holkins is off the
2: path.
1: No,
3: what is this?
1: Yay, these people
3: suck at like supporting adventures. That village is just bad at what they do. Going
4: through (laughs) the forest, they knew it would be no exciting if you just stayed on the path. I guess.
3: What, is, uh, what does the forest look like? Is it like so deep and inscrutable, or does it just look like a bright, shining forest? Like Bandy It is could a be hopping very
2: um, welcoming, beautiful forest. All the trees are at a, a pleasant height. The branches are thick and full. Every tree looks like it could support enough food to take care of a village. Uh, they're just lush, beautiful trees that populate a wonderful forest. I am a
1: natural explorer of forests, which means difficult terrain doesn't slow the entire group's travel, and we cannot get lost, even although, except by magical means.
3: I like the idea that um, you pan over like da 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 da, and then you just pan to like Vasa's dead serious face, and she's like, "Stay close. You never know what might kill us." <laughs> <laughs>
4: And then hmm. you see, yeah. I feel like then you see Roberto march in like the troop leader from Troop Beverly Hills going, this way! He's <laughs> yeah. like, the big Va- background scout behind
3: Roborto yeah. already has like five little Disney blue jays flying around him and like <laughs> leaving him a garland of flowers. Yes! Yeah. But um, Vasa would it. take it, Vasa would take the old man's advice very seriously and actually use, give like a speech, give an inspirational leader speech about how like, don't trust appearances. Don't trust any fluffy rabbit, Roberto. Don't touch anything, and don't go chasing some honeybees or little, like deer. We're gonna get through this forest, and don't let down your guard. And that gives everybody a plus ten health. I'm really excited for scarred up
0: Roberto to like take the lead on this and have some personal. <laughs> character growth in his new scarred up persona
2: scarborto scarborto <laughs> so we will we will stop there it's one o'clock now so
0: gg y'all <laughs>
2: <laughs> thanks for listening to episode 59 a whole new world if you liked the episode let me know over on twitter at world pod also thanks to all the members over at patreon if you want to find out what that's all about check us out over at patreon.com worldwalkers We're still also accepting help via my GoFundMe. Uh, So if you're not familiar with the uh, recent health situation uh, that I'm kind of going through right now, you can find out more info at GoFundMe.com slash everybody-loves-pedro. Again, I didn't name it. My wife named it, so (laughs) don't think that uh, I'm that cocky. The music from this episode comes from Kevin McLeod. You can find his work at Incompetech.com. The sound effects come from Sirenscape, which you can find over at sirenscape.com.
4: Um, yeah, yeah, uh, tell me what happened, <laughs> When Tompkins was repairing Tin and I, I asked him to leave some badass scars.
2: Nice. But like, yeah. he picked where the scars were, too. Like, they worked <laughs> together to make sure it was, like, optimally cool. Yeah. I love it. He didn't have it. to leave scars. He was just, like, scarred up, bitch. I I like like to think that he scarred himself
3: a mustache.
2: (laughs) If you use a
4: rapier, can you please have like a really fancy, like,
2: mustache? You should have like a mustache on the hilt that you're like, let's go. (laughs) There's like a mouth guard piece that
4: you've been. Ryan's just like, let's guard. Yes! This is beautiful, dad pun. I feel like as soon as we get back to Cog, uh, you know, Roberto immediately runs back to to Contessa. Now I have scars. I'm ready. No. Wait,
2: <laughs> we're going back to Cog. And tell you as a side note, that's what they used to do in the old games. Is like I've I've had these around for a long time, and players would do that. They'd be like, "I'd better heal you. I'm gonna shove it down his throat." Like <laughs> they would just get like super violent oh with them. My. See,
4: I think what we really need to do is attach it to arrows that we shoot at each other in case
1: of... Hmm. Shoot the
4: healing arrow at Brummelstone, who's being held by the dragon. And then when we shoot the dragon, you're full up on health points. So when you hit, it works. (laughs) Master Milo, I apologize if we were offensive or abrasive earlier. It's been a long road filled with treachery. And I do not fare it well sometimes.
2: (laughs) And then the Poe. Oh no, there's danger somewhere in the small... Looks like it's a
4: town of 534 now. I might have just killed off three characters. Can can I just say for people who live two days north of a town full of animal people? Pretty rude about those robots. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what are these walking metal things? I mean a,
2: a turtle, that's a total normal thing. Right?
0: <laughs> so wait, what do they call the animal turtle. people? But like like if well, you're each animal has
2: its own racial name, so So
0: you're like a boar?
2: P O R T A? Yeah, I'll show you a cocoa on.
1: That's a sandwich. A delicious
3: Mexican sandwich.